Here we are. Here we are. Back at it again. After probably close to 45 minutes. Of just sitting here. Overwatch 2 finally loaded. It finally <laughs> loaded. <laughs> so the menu is just sitting over there. It's just open. It's very hard to focus right now. 2,000 players <laughs> later, I finally could open the game. And my cat is having a spaz attack in the background. I think cat. he's happy for me. The cat is excited for Overwatch 2. The cat is... Hopefully hopefully the cats are, are calm about Overwatch 2. Hopefully they stick to the agreement. Stick to the agreement. Um, so, welcome to another, yet another, episode of Pretty Peculiar. I'm here today again with my BFF, my BFF Tucker. Why, thank you. This episode actually has a little bit of history. Oh, sweet. At the end. Um, so you might be able to give us a little more information. I hope so. Um, something to do with the Cold War. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know Jack about the Cold War. Ooh, so, interesting. yeah. So let's see. So we're going to talk about the Isdale woman. Mm -hmm. And Sherman is going to talk about how what it, took he's, away all he's his doing bottle his caps. podcast over there. He's doing his own he's podcast. He's doing his own podcast over there. Just let it let it happen. Let it happen. So the cold case of the Isdale woman is probably one of the original cases that got me into true crime. Hmm. Um. Are you the type of person that needs to have all your questions answered before the end of a story? Um, there there could be some pressing questions, and if I have them, I will ask them. Okay. But I can also I can also wait if, okay. if need be. Uh, because there there's a lot. Your questions probably won't be there. Probably there's a lot of questions. Okay. That probably won't be. Well, I mean, this, this is the point of this is unsolved. She, exactly. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I came in expecting that. Yeah. Okay. So. The Isdale woman has murder. It has mm -hmm. mystery. Mm -hmm. It has coded messages. Mm -hmm. And it has a lot of wigs. I'm in. You're in. I'm in. We're in. So it's quite possibly the perfect peculiar cocktail. Mm. So let's start breaking it down. In November 1970, the badly burned body of a woman was found in a remote spot on Norway's Isdalen Valley. Uh, only the front of her body, including her face and hair, were burned. So only the front part of her body. The front half. The front half. So it's like the guy from Batman, but Did just <laughs> rather than half his body. Correct, correct. Rather half. than uh, laterally. Yes, it's horizontal. Well, this way, not this way. Yes, visually, I see you. Okay. And I think the listener will agree with you. <laughs> yes. If you're listening, it's this way, not this way. Yes. <laughs> Glad we established this. So, next to her body, police found jewelry, mm -hmm. bottles with the label scraped off. Interesting. A watch mm -hmm. and an umbrella. Mm -hmm. Are we, uh, what kind of bottles are we talking like? Pill bottles? Um, various. So, pill bottles, water bottles. Soda bottles, lots of bottles, and but all, all of, of the labels were scraped off. All of them. All of them. Okay. Someone had also cut the labels off of her clothing. Okay. As if to stop her from being identified. That's what the police. Oh, thought. okay, okay. So the placement and location of the objects around her body totally weird. 
feels almost ceremonial or something. But the woman was described about four foot, I'm sorry, five foot, four inches tall, with brown eyes, long dark hair. She looked between the ages of 25 or, or 40, somewhere between there. But the thing is, she had very distinctive teeth. So she had 14 fillings. Oh, And okay. several gold crowns. Okay. Uh, both for her age and for Norway dentistry, that's very weird, apparently. Very sure. unusual. So an autopsy performed on the woman concluded she died from a combination of sleeping pills and carbon monoxide poisoning. So there were smoke particles in her lungs indicating she was alive while she was burning, unfortunately. But was she awake with those sleeping pills? So experts established that there were 40 to 50 sleeping pills in her stomach. But they had not been completely absorbed into her bloodstream before she died. So her death was deemed a probable suicide, but personally, if you swallowed 50 sleeping pills, I don't see the need to light yourself on fire. Or the monoxide. Let alone the fact that that's like one of the worst ways I can think of to go. Yeah. 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 That's pretty bad. That's a pretty bad way to go. That's a, yeah. So police found two suitcases at the Bergen Railway Station luggage department. Mm-hmm. That were tracked back to the mystery woman thanks to a single fingerprint found on a compact mirror inside. The suitcases contained clothes, several wigs, German and Norwegian money, a comb and a hairbrush, cosmetics, some teaspoons, and a tube of eczema cream. Initially, police were, uh, police were very optimistic that the contents would obviously help identify the woman's body. However, they soon realized all the labels had been removed off of everything. Even the prescription label on the eczema cream, which would have shown the doctor mm-hmm. and the patient, mm-hmm. was ripped off. Mm-hmm. There was also a mysterious coded note in the case that the police couldn't initially break. But we'll talk about the coded message later. Sure. So... The one piece of evidence the police caught a break with from the suitcase was a plastic bag from a footwear store. The shop owner's son remembered selling a pair of rubber boots to a, quote, very well-dressed, nice-looking woman with dark hair. So the boots he sold her matched the boots the police found on the body in the Isdalen Valley. Mm -hmm. So same shoes. The police believe the umbrella, side note, the police believe the umbrella found was also bought from the same store. Okay. So the store's, the store owner's son says she made such an impression, like why he remembers her, because she took so much longer than the average customer when choosing the boots. She spoke English with an accent, not an accent he could identify, Mm -hmm. and she had a strong smell (laughs) he later thought maybe garlic garlic perfume obviously. obviously was it was that found in the suitcase i uh not in my research that i found interesting yeah maybe it was torn off with the labels it could have been could have been could have been one of the bottles could have been so using his description the police are able to trace the woman to a nearby hotel she had been there she checked in as vanilla lorch um, however, that turns out not to be her real name. 
I don't think that's anyone's real name. Um, I I mean, I don't know. I don't know what people's. Sorry, can you repeat the name? Vanilla Lorch. Vanilla Lorch. No, that sounds like something I would make up in the third grade. I mean, I don't know what people's names are in Norway, but. That's fair. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. Uh, however. Mm-hmm. So, so that turns out not to be her real name. It quickly emerges the woman had stayed in several hotels in Norway using different aliases. Since most hotels require guests to show passports and fill in a check-in form, this means our girl would have had at least nine fake passports that police know of. Because she stayed in nine different hotels that police were able to track. Okay, okay. So police questioned several hotel staff who met the Isdale woman. They learned that in addition to speaking English, she also used some German phrases. They also learned that she frequently requested to change rooms during her stay. To keep moving around, I guess. So, of course, by now, there are several rumors this woman was a spy. Mm -hmm. There weren't too many foreign tourists then. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the woman seemed wealthy, well-traveled, and not to mention the several wigs and makeup found in the suitcases, it sparked a lot of speculation. Mm-hmm. So police began to examine that coded note more closely, and eventually they were able to crack some of it. Not that that proves she's a spy, but instead it appears to be a weird coded record of the places the woman had visited just the very very complicated one i see so i don't know who codes their travel plans but yeah. so i have an alternate theory okay uh what if she was an escort okay that explained the foreign money okay the wigs for her clients okay uh, she wouldn't need passport for every hotel because maybe some of the her clients okay. rented the room. Um, the ledger could have been like a receipt for her pimp, so she knows like, hey, I went here, here, and here. Okay, but like in a weird code. A weird code because okay, pimp code. Pimp code. Okay. Okay. Um, and then for the burns on half the body, mm-hmm. you said it was November, right? Yes. So November, Norway. I'm imagining snow. So she probably, as horrible as it is, she might have had her back in the snow and her face towards the sky. Sure. So only half her body got burned. Sure. Uh, carbon monoxide could have been from the burning? Yeah, that's what they're, I think that's what they're thinking. Okay. Yeah. That's what, okay. Mm-hmm. And then the sleeping pills was just uh, you know, an extra step. I guess if yeah. someone found her. So are you her, saying Suicide. Oh, hell no. Oh, no, so she, she got murdered. So she somebody got... forced her to take the pills. Yeah, so like the pimp, you mm. know, could have been like, not good enough. Okay. Here you go. Damn, Sleeping that's dark pills. as fuck. That's dark. I'm, well, so is a spy, which is, I, I do see that as possible. Okay, so let me, so, okay, so, so despite so many different types of clues, investigators mm-hmm. were not able to figure out the woman's identity. So many clues, but they seem to be empty clues. So they buried her in a zinc coffin to preserve her remains okay. in case relatives ever came forward in the future. Which okay. is so weird to me that relatives never came forward, period. Um, that kind of stuff just trips me out. But oh, before, would... before I dive down that hole, um, DNA testing did not exist until 1970, but I would have thought with such 
strange and unique dental records that would have helped narrow down the search even back then. So there are so many theories yes. that swirl around the Isdale woman. She's just because it's been, this is a big case. Mm -hmm. The most common being she was a spy. So seen in the context of the Cold War, mm -hmm. her strange death, the variety of aliases and disguises, as well as her hotel stays, spell someone hiding in plain sight. Sure. Yeah, so. sounds like someone who's um, on the move a lot. Yeah, right. I, I, that's where theory i'm not entirely serious oh, sure. about that's sure. just kind of me spitballing sure because you know the uh no family could lend to mm. her being yeah. an orphan mm -hmm. which was common sure you know you don't want someone with a family going into the rest of their life they're like eh, i got kids to get back to sure rather like i'll die for this country because i got nothing else and that sort of thing right um on the move a lot different aliases could be the different passports she mm -hmm. like dumps them each yeah. time or yeah. has a stash somewhere right uh, no one came forward to claim the body or the person or whatever. That could easily be the government being like, oh, we take no ownership over this woman. You know, some crazy stuff right there. Mm -hmm. So popular opinion is an Israeli spy. But recently this is viewed as less likely since the enamel on her teeth has been able to be evaluated. It reflects her DNA profile is likely of European descent. Well, there are other theories that talk of government cover-ups or organized crime, perhaps your pimp theory. Yes, yes. Uh, but beyond speculation, no actual comprehensive theory has ever gained traction. Like mm -hmm. the, Because, of course, the spy is going to be the favorite. That's the most dramatic. Oh, that one's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Um, the Isdale woman could always be a victim of untreated mental illness as well. Um, but personally, I think there's a little more to that story. Mm -hmm. So if she was a spy or not... I think she was absolutely murdered. Mm -hmm. um, her death has overkill written all over it. So it was okay, likely totally. someone that she probably maybe knew, even if it was a little bit. Um, in 2019, a man came forward with an interesting story of an encounter in the Isdalen Valley a few days before the mystery woman's body was found. So this is like 50 years later. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, this is 2019, right? Yeah. So, wow. Um, um, interesting story of an encounter of the in the Isdalen Valley a few days before the mystery woman's body was found. Mm -hmm. So he had been so right. So take this with a grain of salt because 50 years later he's suddenly going to come up with this. Yeah, sure. So um, he had been hiking in the area when he saw a woman coming towards him with two men trailing behind her. He is quoted as saying. When she looked at me, I felt that she started to say something, but she didn't. And then she looked behind her and saw these two men. I'm sure she knew they were going after her. 50 years later, I forgot what that phenomenon is called when you're like, when you hear about something so much, you suddenly create memories that you're like, wait a minute, I remember this or I remember. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, so there uh, might be some timing inconsistencies, but it is interesting. Yeah, I'm not entirely buying that. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. it's like it, it, it's it's perfectly vague enough that you can't really ask questions, and perfectly precise enough that you're like, that does sound like her. That her, it was her. It was her. It was, it was her. Clearly her. I mean, I'd at least need to see like a plane ticket or something that even proved he was in the area. I mean, he might live there. I don't need to see a plane ticket. 
I would need to see I one. need to see vacation plans, hotel receipt, passport. Yep. It's impossible that you're... If you don't have those, you are not in the area. <laughs> you're a liar. Regardless of where you are from. You're a liar. You're a liar. The labels, though. That's, that's something I haven't really thought of. Because, yeah. okay, the prescription, the prescription torn off. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want the doctor... Oh, yeah, that was my patient. The one with you know all the fillings and yeah weird stuff yeah uh but like water bottles and all that stuff see here's what i'm thinking for that okay and this has no backing <laughs> my favorite theories in all of true crime are the complete nonsense ones so please lay this on me cool someone really needed to make like a sketchy ransom note made out of like cut out letters from magazines oh. so found this person murked her unnecessarily brutally and then just took all her written labels okay so like off, off her being... clothing off her water bottles off her eczema cream yeah, yeah. just to send to like his ex being like i miss you mm, but or, or her ex yeah because i mean yeah that's that's all i got on yeah. that yeah yeah i have no other so maybe that maybe we should yeah maybe that ransom note exists somewhere that has yeah. all of the labels on it yes and we put it back together <laughs> We will still have just labels pieced together yeah. and no actual source of where they came from. Yeah. Yeah. That would be hard to match up again. <laughs> That'd be hard yeah, to that would that would be hard to do. Yeah. But she's buried in a zinc coffin, so we could always go back to her remains. I love the fact that it's zinc. Yeah, I've never heard that before. Neither I've never I. heard that that preserves human remains, but um that's pretty cool. Yeah. You could have just done it. I learned something today. I learned a lot today from this. <laughs> This is the first I've heard this. Oh, this whole story? Oh, yeah. I, I've never heard any of this. Oh. I'm, I'm not a, a true crime just like person. Mm. This is all, I'm a nerd. I'm yeah. a nerd. I like Star Wars. I like Lord of the Rings. Sure. I like history. Sure. Uh, this, this is a subject matter I've never delved into. Mm -hmm. So, uh, no, this is, I've learned a lot today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm back in school. The pimp theory is not outrageous. Thank you. Pimp theory is not, um, you know, at least it's not witchcraft. It might be a little bit witchcraft. Let's be real here. <laughs> to quote a lot of my podcasts, it's always witchcraft. It happens too much in this country. Yep. That's why the labels are burned off. That's why. Side effect of the witchcraft spell. So it's burns the labels. Craft. Yeah. It's, it's, well, that sums up the Isdale woman as far as we know so far. Mm -hmm. um, Maybe another 50 so, years, his grandson would be like, yeah, I was there too. So, right. So his grandson in 2030 will be like, you know what? I remember being there. I was there. I was there. Here's my video camera. So basically, um, crime solved. Crime solved. Basically, crime solved. We did it, guys. We Job saved the world. Well done. So thanks for listening so much. I appreciate it. I do too. Feedback, always appreciated. I love your guys' feedback. It's been tremendous. As always, episodes Mondays and Fridays. Be safe. Be safe out there. Be safe out there. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We love you. We love you. Good night. Good night. San Diego. <laughs> I am Ron Anchorman. Ron Burgundy. Ron Burgundy. I am Ron Burgundy. I am Spider-Man. Did you say Ron Anchorman on purpose? No. <laughs>
or my Instagram at Pretty Peculiar Podcast. I love you. Please take care of yourselves.